Welcome to Just Relax, a podcast where we take that advice seriously. I'm Rachel. And I'm Heather. And we're just two millennials trying to chill out one experiment at a time. Just relax. Namaste and welcome to another festive episode. Heather and Rachel's episode of stress. That was They're all about play. stress. I know, but that was supposed to be like a play on like a Friends thing. Like the ep- there's this episode of Friends, like the TV show, the like 90s comedy, where Joey is trying to be friends with Chandler's girlfriend, Janice, who ended up being this like notorious character for her annoyingness throughout the series. Anyways, so in an effort to fr- be friends with her, he's like, okay, I, I agree to spend a day with Janice to like get to know her. So Janice shows up for their day together and she's like, she has this extremely nasal voice and she's like, it's Joey and Janice's day of fun. It's like this huge <laughs> thing. And then she has this obscene laugh. Anyway, so that's what that was supposed to be a play on. Heather and Rachel's episode of Stress. That was a huge stretch, but... You know I'm what? <laughs> it's the intonation. It's the way you say it. And there's someone out there, a.k.a. my sister, who completely knew what I was talking about. Okay, good. Uh, it was worth it. <laughs> you know what? In my mind, it was. In my mind, it was. Dude, I don't know where to go from there, so I'm just going to dive in. <laughs> um, what's stressing you out this week? I... I'm stressed about a multitude of things having to do with the holidays, but we will save that for the thick of it, if you will. Um, I am still and always stressed about my job. I feel like this is a theme with me until I find a job that I'm actually happy in, which is fine. I'll get there. Um, So I've gotten an official offer from the other job that I really, really wanted. which I'm like stoked about see but now all I can think of see like I really should be entertaining only positive thoughts and being like this is a stepping stone like there's so many avenues I could go down I'm like like there are so many options now and it can you know because I'm only on I'm basically going to be on in two casual jobs which is scary, which is what I'm stressed about. That's ultimately the stress of this all. So all I can think about is like, this is what I'm like coming down to. It's like going from a job that I dislike where I get paid regularly, not well, but regularly to a job that I probably will really like where I don't get paid regularly. Now you tell me which is more important. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Right? I feel like this is the ultimate millennial plight. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, the but you have the other one. You have the other job. I do, which is still just a casual job. True, but uh, I don't know. Right? It's, like, it's, it's, hopefully it's easy for me to say. People, right? Yeah, because I think from afar, like, the obvious choice is, like, go for the one you've been waiting for. It'll lead you down a different path that'll be more stable. It's just, like, getting started might be unpredictable. 
right? But having a consistent paycheck is like, you know, pretty essential for like planning your life and like paying bills. So I don't, I can't really advise one or the other. Right. And it's crazy. So like, it would be different if my partner was like in a stable job with a regular paycheck, but he is a student and therefore has zero income. So it's like a rock and a hard place with the potential to be a great place. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That sounds like lyrics to a song. Yeah. I should be a lyricist. That's it. Giving it all up. Yeah. Start start again. You know, scratch 38th time's a charm. (laughs) No, in general, like I'm still on the like same track that I've been following since I like pursued postgraduate studies. So, I mean, ultimately, I'm following a fairly straight path. Just not a financially stable path. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> That's overrated anyway. Yeah, until you're homeless. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's definitely true, though. If you have, um, like, if you're, you know, living with family or, like, a partner or somebody that you know has the stable income, then it's easier to take risks. Because then it's like, well, at the end of the day, this person won't let me starve. Yep. But then you get to a point where it's like, you know, you have to make choices based off of, like, whether you can buy food or not. And that is totally (laughs) normal. Like, it's harder to be risky the older you get, right? That is my number one stress. So ultimately, like, I'm fairly certain I'm going to go for the the new job offer. Pretty sure I'm going to take it. I think I'm just coming to terms with it. Also, like, I'm starting to get along like make some pretty good friendships at my new job and it's gonna be shitty just being like i know i've been here for a month but i'm leaving bye hey but you can still hang out with those people true i know people always say that and then it like doesn't always happen no it does if you make the effort and you like get their number and you like actually like make plans it can happen true 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 i have faith in you thank you rachel i have faith in you and faith that you'll make the best decision for you what is stressing you out? Uh, something that's like a low-level stress. Oh, that's kind of nice. After uh, the high-level stress you've been feeling for the past few Yeah, weeks. November sucked. All of November was horrible. I remember like going through school. November was always paper season, so it was always like a high-stress yeah. month before the holidays. And, you know, when you think you graduate, you're like, oh, like now, you know, now it's November just... will be nice again. November might be nice. No, like that was like paper season, but like grown up version, um, <laughs> which is way worse because the stakes are way higher. Um, it's not just grades you're dealing with. So paper season came back with a vengeance, got through it. Uh, but the little lying stress is that I'm realizing that um, there's something really complicated in the States with like healthcare, obviously is complicated in general. But I find a lot of people just don't understand their company health plans at all. Like, oh. it's really hard to actually go through and read them and, like, comprehend them. And maybe it's just me because I've never really had to understand, like, a comprehensive health plan. Because at the end of the day, like, in Canada, if you get hit by a bus, you go to the hospital and you don't have to pay for it. Right. <laughs> but here, it's like, you know, you pay a certain amount and then there's things called, like, deductibles where, like, there's certain amounts that you might have to pay if a, a unexpected accident happens or some unexpected illness 
But like, you don't really know what that is until it happens, unless you like really do your research and you like look at all these things that are outlined in this plan, which is like a huge document that like you have to write, like work through and it has so many words that you just don't understand. So I find that super stressful. Like just thinking about like, do I actually know what would happen if an accident happened to me? Like, do I know that I would be covered? Like what happens if I travel to a different country? Like what then, you know, it's just so many things to worry about constantly. Like I just don't get it. And I, I'm too intimidated to like go look into it because I, I'm worried that I won't feel as secure. I'll just instead feel more concerned that like, you know, I won't just as a default be taken care of real stuff, real stuff. And then I have real stuff. I have friends who don't have any health coverage at all. Like that blows my mind. That is so stressful. Like, yeah, man. And they try and look at like paying for their own health plans. You know, if they're between jobs or like going to school or whatever, because maybe they're past the point where they can be on their parents' health plan because that only lasts so long. So when you get in your later 20s, like a lot of times, like you're just kind of like thrown to the wolves. And then it's like, even to look into it, you're like harassed by these people who are trying to sell these health coverage packages and they cost a ridiculous amount of money and it's like even still it's like it's not clear about what what you're actually going to be covered for a lot of times so oh yeah 100 percent. and there's like 300 loopholes right and and it's like it's always you know it's always like they're gonna want to cover their own backs instead of yours obviously yeah. business and that to me is something that is just like really complex and like stressful and real and pressing you know it's, it's something that's in the back of my mind that I like forget to think about for a while because I'm like oh like you know I do have a doctor here I know every time I go to the doctor it costs me like $40 as part of my co-play with my like work plan what the fuck which so that's fine I figured that part out but like every other variable I have not figured out like like I can't even imagine like what if I had to go to the ER like I don't know I don't know what happened I definitely can't call an ambulance because that would be like two grand just in one go. Like I've heard, okay. I heard a story of like my friends. They were, they were on these, you know, those scooters that people just like tap their phone on and you can just like, they're like, I forgot what they're called, but they're all over the place. A lot of major sure. cities have them. Yeah. yeah. It, it's kind of like a way to like get around to cities. You can just like hop on one of these scooters and just like ride around. So they were on those. And then my friend fell off and like blacked out because she hurt herself and her boyfriend was on the phone with like the, uh, I don't know if it was like 911 or whatever, or like the ambulance. And they were like, well, is she still unconscious? Like you might want to, you might want to take her in an Uber. Like, is she really that, that Yeah, it's, it's expensive as, as, but. Right. But how ridiculous in that moment, you have to try and like drag somebody's like limp body into an Uber. Like that is wild. But it's cheaper. It doesn't cost $500 to do that. That's true. But I just hate that they have to make that decision in those moments. Like, it'd be so much better if you could just call and, like, know someone's going to get there fast and, like, take you somewhere safely. True. But I just find that all, like, really stressful. Yeah, because it is. It is. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. I don't have benefits. I haven't had benefits in an ex extremely long well see okay it gets complicated because of how many countries i've lived in regardless i haven't had like a hundred percent healthcare coverage in like five years and 
It has never stressed me out. Well, that's because you live in Canada. I know. It's just wild to me because, like, especially because, okay, so for the most part, I ignored, like, a lot of my medical issues while I was living abroad because it's not something that you want to start a process of while living in another country. So when I moved home last year, I started pursuing all of my medical issues. And I have so many specialists I see now and, like, so many doctor's appointments. Like, I'm probably at the doctor's, like, once a month um, for, like, follow-up or something new or something, you know, whatever. And the only thing that I pay out of pocket for, granted, this is not dental. Dental is a whole other ball game, mm-hmm. which is annoying. The only thing I pay for is, like, I go to an osteopath, which is not covered under the Ontario Health insurance policy, OHIP, and which is our public health care. And uh, that's all. That's all I pay for. And even when people have benefits, that's covered. <laughs> like, so. I had a toothache the other day, and I was like, oh, no, please, no. God, no. I can't. I don't want to figure it out. I don't want to figure out how much I have to pay. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds terrible. I um, I was at work today, and I was watching these kids, like grade one, grade two, play in the gym. And I was watching them and I was like, dang, man, can I opt out of adulthood? Like, holy crap. There's so much to think about. So much. All of the time. So many decisions you have to make. All right. So let's get into the other stressful thing, which is Christmas coming up. Um, Christmas is in less than two weeks when this episode comes out, by the way. I feel nothing. (laughs) I feel... Stress. I want to feel Christmas joy, and I think I kind of do. Um, like the last weekend, I just had like my friends come over, and we just like watched Elf and like ate food and like yeah. drink wine. That sounds fantastic. That was so nice. That was the first time like this month that I was like, oh, Christmas time is here. I like this. Yeah, that this sounds nice. lovely. Um, so some parts of it are lovely. Most parts of it are lovely. I guess, but it's also very stressful. Right. Um, uh, so today at work, um, my coworkers and I, there's four of us, four girls, and we were standing around, we were chatting. We weren't standing around chatting, we were working. And <laughs> we, um, my one coworker was like, oh, we were talking and like, we should all go to the Toronto Christmas market sometime. And we were all like, yeah, that sounds so nice. Like, When's everyone free? So this week, not the week that this episode comes out, but the week that we're currently recording, like we have our Christmas party and there's like not enough. There's like, we're all busy up until the party. And then like for every single day after that until Christmas, at least one of us was busy. And that could be something else that is also stressful that we didn't touch on last episode. Holiday Christmas parties at work. Like, I find that they're kind of, they can be really uncomfortable, you know, because it's like if, if it's outside of work and people are supposed to be like drinking and like dressing up and all this stuff, but you see your co-workers in a different context and it's like, I don't know, there's a lot of like fine lines to walk there. Uh, this Christmas party situation that I'm getting myself into is going to be interesting because both of my workplaces, as of current, because I have not started my new workplace yet, they have their Christmas parties on the same day. Oh. So one of them 
is like a sit down dinner, like out at a restaurant. Like we have a reservation, we're going to go and we're all doing a secret Santa, which brings me to stress number one. I have not gone shopping for the secret Santa gift. Mm-hmm. And this party is happening in mere days. Do you think I have time to do this? Absolutely not. Um, second, I have worked there for approximately three and a half weeks. And do you think I know the person I'm getting a secret Santa for no. particularly well? Absolutely not. Hey, but there's so many default gifts. There are. and I'm I mean, like, they're not the best option because it's not personal. But like, you got to do what you got to do. True. I might just actually hard cop out and just get like a gift card. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't be mad if I got that. Right? Honestly. That's honestly the best because now you're not forced to have some random object. It's just yeah. weird. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Right? Um, right. So that's like the first bit. So I'm like, I go to work until six. This dinner with these same people starts at 6.30. Mm. And Lord knows how long that's going to go. Hopefully not like too, too long. Because then my other work Christmas party is like a party, like an actual party. And it's happening at a bar. (laughs) So then like. Hey, that could work out pretty well with timing, actually. Right. And it was super funny. So I ran into one of my coworkers um, at my other job in walmart last week and she was like oh are you coming to the christmas party and i was like oh i have a family function and like lied she was like oh my god well like come afterwards because we'll all still be there <laughs> it's like okay so my Wait, was, this, just, was this a co-worker from the from the dinner party one or the no, like from bar, the bar from oh, okay the bar. cool so i'll no, probably there's your out but you have to lie the whole time <laughs> you were right? the family thing yeah, so we'll see how the double Christmas party goes. It seems like you're living two lives, like, almost. I am, a little bit. And it's just crazy. So, like, if I can just dive into the stress of the holidays right now. Right now, all I see in my future are, like, deadlines, are things that I have to, like, accomplish. Like, not even things I'm particularly looking forward to. Just things that I'm like, okay, and then I have to go do this. And then get through that so that I can do this. And then get through that so I can do this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's, like, this coming weekend, I have, like, both Christmas parties on the Friday. I have two, like, out-to-dinner meetups. Not out-to-dinner, but, like, out-for-meal meetups with, like, different people. Like, one is a friend group, one is a family group. To do, like, Christmas meals so I'm going out to dinner two times in one day makes me nauseous I am working a night shift after that oh my gosh and then I am doing like that I have a full family function on the Sunday and between the two meals out on Saturday I'm supposed to be taking my dog to get his photo taken with Santa obviously We'll see if that actually happens. Um, I have to bake cookies to do an exchange, like a cookie exchange, uh, with my family thing on Sunday. I have to manage to get a secret Santa gift before dinner on Friday. And honestly, that's what I was going to talk about this episode, too, is this uh, Reddit thread that I found that I think is so applicable. And the title is literally, Christmas feels more like a deadline than a holiday. How true is that? And that, like... I should get, like, a sign of that and put it up as, like, part of my holiday decorations. Honestly, you should. That would actually be really cute, like, decor. Um, and very <laughs> relatable. Um, if we had a merch store, that would totally be in it. Oh, my uh, gosh. <laughs> it would. Um, yeah, and some of the things it says in this thread, too, that I found totally applicable is, uh, like, 
buying flights if you're flying home uh-huh. or flying anywhere for the holidays there's deadlines for that because you know they get crazy expensive and i am stressed right now because i only have half of my flights booked because i don't know when i'm flying back because my the love of my life <laughs> won't tell me what's going on and when i'm supposed to be where i'm supposed to be for the holidays so i don't know what city i'm gonna be in where i'm flying out of what day i'm supposed to be flying out of to get back to where i currently live so great um, that's cool that's cool because that's going to be like probably like six hundred dollars for a one-way ticket at this point fine it's fine it's not like it's the holidays or anything like that i got a comment i got a message yeah about what one of our listeners is stressed about okay so it reads this comment is for your episode about the stress of holiday functions i find getting together with family stressful and exhausting when i was a kid i loved it but as an adult you see and become part of all of the quote behind the scenes stuff that you were unaware of as a child. Interesting. Being an adult in holiday season has you exposed to the ugly side as much as the festive side. So now you're stuck dealing with the gripping, well, sorry, with the griping and complaining and stress. You're involved in family drama and or potential family drama. All family members have different ideas about what to do for gifts or whether there should be gifts at all. You have to spend money on too much food and too many gifts and decorations. You have to participate in conversations that you don't want to have. I found that the older I got, the more my family members hounded me about my career and my relationship decisions. And those kinds of questions, even though probably harmless from the family member asking, are kind of invasive. Especially Mm -hmm. if you're not a particularly traditional person and you can't answer these kinds of questions. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's fair to assume that everyone is going to follow the steps of career and marriage and family anymore. And then maybe you have to see family members you don't like or that annoy you. Don't get me wrong. There are equally as many good things about seeing family during the holidays. But you asked for all the stress and this is it for me. It's like, anyway, sorry this is such a long comment. I love the podcast and look forward to your episodes. And despite all the stress, I love being with family during the holidays. Aw, love that. That's so awesome. That, like, captures it incredibly well. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, behind-the-scenes stuff. It's so true. I think that's what really got me today about, like, looking at the kids at work. I was like, you don't know the shit. And you don't have to at all. Like, I just, I love how much, like, you know, kids just get to, like, be oblivious to that and just enjoy And that's the totally what I would want to create for my future kids is just like, you don't have to know. Like, I want to protect them and make them feel small and like not worry about this stuff. But it's so true. It's like the veil is lifting and you start to realize what goes on. Like, I just wish I could go back to all like the snarky comments I ever made to my parents about like a Christmas gift or something. Because it's like true, ridiculous because of all the pressure they probably feel as parents. That's something else too. Imagine that for a stress. Like parents and are so competitive. Like not even if they mean to be, but I feel like there's so much pressure to like be a certain way, especially with social media. Like you see other moms doing these things for the holidays and giving their kids X, Y, Z, and this is the thing you need to give them or else they won't be happy and won't be cool or whatever. That pressure must be insane. Like that is so ridiculous. Yeah. Like I couldn't even imagine. Like. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, that's the other thing I'm supposed to. Oh, do I need to get No, never mind. That's not something I need to do. Right? It's like one of those things is like, "Hey, let me think of my to-do list." Wait, that item moved from current to-do to later to-do because we rearranged <laughs> that thing. So, but like holy crap, right? 
society in North America, moms are the Christmas makers. They are the ones who are responsible for making sure that all the right presents are bought and all of the right treats are made and all of the like cookies for this bake sale or that fundraiser, this like holiday function are made. And that like you have all of the teacher gifts and all of the, you know, friend gifts and all of the parent gifts and all of the gift gifts. And you know what I mean? It's just like, you have to make it seem like effortless and wonderful and joyous. smiling the whole time. Yes. And like, heaven forbid you give your kid like a bad Christmas memory. You know what I mean? Like. Right. It's That's absurd. Like, I don't even know how, how to, I don't have any advice on how to like mitigate that or like figure that one out. I think what I would do. Like, just foreshadowing of how I will feel during that time when I have kids. If I have kids, hopefully. Hmm. Um, I just probably won't go on social media at all. Like, I think that's, like, where a huge amount of pressure comes. Like, just because you see the best of the best. And, like, people doing the absolute most. Um, But it's all, like, for show through that very filtered lens. But I think, like, for me, I know that, like, by removing myself from that and just focusing on what I need to do, what I think will make you know, that the best results is like way healthier. Man, I never even know what the right answer is with kids because I personally, I know that I am bad for giving gifts as in I always want to give them. Like I always want to buy things for people and give them to people. Like it's one of the ways that I would prefer to show my like love and affection for people. It doesn't always manifest because I can barely ever afford to do that. But like god I love buying gifts and wrapping them and giving them to people and being like you mean so much to me I just want you to have this and it's crazy because at the same time people don't want the gifts like as much as I'm sitting here being like god I love giving gifts do you think there's anything I can think of that I want or need no I don't know like my family isn't doing gifts this year at all I'm jealous crazy I have not bought a single gift so far this year whereas like at this point Every single other year, I would have all the gifts bought and wrapped under my tree, like, waiting to go out to people. But it's, like, my friends and I also decided that we're not doing gifts this year. And, like, some of it does have to do with the fact that, again, I am extremely broke. But also because, like, my best friend and I decided that that money is better spent basically going towards, like, our experiences together. So we, her birthday and Christmas are only, like, three weeks apart. So it was, like, oh, well, instead of, like, giving a gift for Christmas and birthday, it's, like, why don't we this money and do like this experience for your birthday and then also like use that to go towards an experience for my birthday in the summer and it's just like now we're not going to do gifts and now we're just going to do like experiences and have memories with each other instead of just like mm. stuff from each other not to say so that stuff better. is bad but I, I think stuff is bad I'd say it like I agree <laughs> that certain stuff is bad but like at the same time like having those like certain little like tokens from people like I love looking around my house and being like oh like this is from this person or this is from this situation and like blah 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 so right yeah memorabilia I suppose is a little bit different well no and like stuff is bad it's just I I get it like there's a function for it and it is like it's a nice it's nice as a gesture it's positive I get that but like I just I'm so tired of things like think of all like I don't think we need like I don't know no, we don't. We it's don't need to things. say that, but like, I get that people feel such a strong way about it. Like, I know, like, my sister is so excited to get gifts, and that's her love language. So it's hard for me to like blankly be like, 
gifts are dumb. Like, I don't want to give <laughs> them. Blah. Because that's not my love language. And it's actually, like, very counter to, like, my own personal beliefs and, like, the way I want to express my love for people. Um, and that's, like, you know, not to get all preachy, but, like, I just, like, think that, first of all, there's just so much pressure tied up in gift giving. Like, you know, you never feel like you might be giving enough or it's too much or is it the right thing or how will it be received? And I just think there's, like, too much pressure around that. Also, just, like, the the energy and resources that go into every object, like, that really bothers me. Oh, God, me. yeah. Um, so this time of year, like, that part is really stressful for me because I know, like, it's not sustainable to just buy all these gifts from all around the world to ship to your house, to wrap them, to, like, give them to someone and, like, think of how every resource was manipulated from another like from a raw material from our earth like the energy that goes into that is absolutely insane so that deeply bothers me anyway not to be a downer i just think there's better things we could do like yes like you know make food together or whatever or like even get your nails done like those things are more of actions and they just seem more proactive to me um so i like that you're doing that with your friend and even like the idea of like you you might go and see her on her birthday like the 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 energy and like the the money that it takes to like even get there like driving that far you know like true that's a, that's a way that you can show somebody you care and like that's part of like by going there you're like showing them and that's an action that i think is just as like just as um just as much of a way to show that you care as a gift you know things don't matter at christmas it's who you're who you're spending the time with not who you're getting the things from. And I mean, like, that's a nice sentiment, but if everyone's sitting around a tree and, like, looking at you being like, why'd you get nobody a gift? Like, you know, it's like... I'd it's be like, what the fuck is your Christmas spirit? I am your gift. My presence here. I flew home. You're welcome. Right? Like, I would... I want to be that way so badly, but, like, I know... It. I want to, but it's too late. It's too late. I've been roped. I feel like I've been manipulated into giving gifts. I've been schemed. I thought Secret Santa was the option. I thought it was the way to like make a solution out of this problem. But instead it just like you get wrapped up in so much more obligation, like so easily. You're just like sucked into it. And what are you going to say at this point? No? Well, you know, what if someone got gifts in November? Like they already have gifts for me. So I'm going to be that idiot who just like doesn't accept it or sits there, gets a gift, but doesn't have it for them. Like, I don't, Hmm. what do I do? Man, the social pressures of gift giving at the holidays seems to be the core of the stress for you. It really is. I just don't want to deal with it. Oh my God, I just don't. And you can obviously hear it in my voice. I'm just like whining about it. I don't know, man. That's probably where I would like... Gift card it? Yeah, like honestly, I'm... When it comes to social norms, like I don't give a fuck. So I like, don't feel this, like, need to retaliate certain things, I suppose. So, like, I don't know. I've got, like, a ton of jam in my freezer that, like, I made in the summer. I'd probably just be like, here's some homemade jam. Merry Christmas. That's nice. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. I think that's what I'm going to end up doing is I'm just going to, like, go to a local, like, there's stores in every town where it's just, like, made local. Because to me, that's a better, like, to me, that helps with my sustainability, like, concerns. Yeah. Because then it's supporting someone locally, like, so the money isn't just going to, like, a big corporation, and there's not as much, like, transport involved and whatnot. Um, So I'm just going to go to one of those types of stores, fill a bag with, like, candles, ornaments, like, mitts, like, all those little stuff that are, like, kind of generic, 
yep. wrap them and just be like, here you go. Like, just give everyone like a like, wine and cheese pairing. Honestly, so beautiful. Like, I'm just going to make it super simple because I just don't care enough to like, to me, I, I just have such limited time when I'm home. Like, I'm not going to spend it wrapping, concerned about those kind of obligations. So sweet. And one of the, maybe this is the year. So like after the holidays, I'm going to like send a message to everybody being like, Hey, I'm out like of gifts. I'm just going to be like Christmas it. with the cranks. You're going to be like, I am unsubscribing to Christmas. No, just kidding. I'm unsubscribing to the gift exchange, like birthdays and Christmas. Like, please no more. Like I don't get something for you. You don't get something for me. We're all just say, I love you. I'm thinking about you. And that's enough. What do we do? What, what do we do? Let's end on some positive Christmas joy. Let's talk about tea. Oh, okay, okay. How's another week of tea gone? Um, pretty good. So uh, I found something kind of shocking. I think I'm addicted, actually addicted to spearmint tea. Because like, if I don't drink it, I get a headache. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I don't, because there's no caffeine in it. So I don't know what's giving me the headache, but like... I'll notice a tension headache by like two or three in the afternoon if I hadn't have if I didn't have spearmint tea yet. I don't think that's an actual biological thing. Maybe it's just a placebo thing. I was gonna say I don't think that there's anything that you can be addicted to in peppermint or spearmint, yeah. any kind of mint anything. I just don't think that's the way it chemically works. Not to burst your bubble. Um, but you can one hundred percent be used to a certain like regime or schedule or you know ritual or way of life and have adverse effects to not following that yeah yeah that's probably what's going on so i better keep drinking the tea i'm a fan keep drinking the tea it's like jones yeah it's a really nice like after coffee thing you know because i I said before my routine (laughs) so my routine was to like have it first thing in the morning then have coffee and then like maybe have tea later in the day and then in the evening as well so it's like becoming more frequent now where i'm like peppermint tea first thing then coffee then back to peppermint tea like that's definitely my tea of choice peppermint tea is delicious i've been forcing that on my my boyfriend more and more and i feel like it's a good palate cleanser too like it makes me feel like like fresh you know Minty. yeah 100 percent so um, I like this challenge. I have no gripes about it, except maybe if it is somehow, even in a placebo way, causing that headache, which probably Fair. isn't. But anyway, probably how's, how's it going for you? Really good. I'm still like exploring all of the teas in my cupboard. I love going through the ritual of like picking out mugs, picking out what tea I'm going to drink, um, like sharing a cup of tea with my boyfriend at night. Um, and it's actually become... Not that I'm branching out from tea a huge amount. Like, I'm still doing my green tea every morning. I love that start to my day. Um, but it's evolved a little bit more just in the, like, last few days to include not just tea, like, at night, but just, like, a hot drink. So um, I introduced my boyfriend to hot apple cider this year. He had never had nice. it before because he is a... Um, crazy person he's a cryptid that has like lived in a wooded area for his entire life like lord knows he's just like he's like he was drinking it today he was microwaving it today and he was like do people ever drink this cold i'm like oh my jesus literally i'm like you're so funny um so we'll drink like some hot apple cider sometimes or like obviously tis the season for hocho which is what i hot chocolate so 
also like hot chocolate with some like artisanal marshmallows is like a lovely which I'm I'm gonna make myself after recording this so hot chocolate is the choice of beverage tonight a little sugar rush before I hit the sheets <laughs> lovely it's actually quite calming to drink warm chocolate it's it very is. soothing and I warm find, chocolate like, cocoa, like just the actual like raw like cocoa yes because when I make Hotch, what do you call it? Hocho. Hocho. I like load up on the cocoa. Like I'm, I'm not shy about the raw cocoa. I'm shy on the sugar because I find like that makes me feel gross after and like kind of nauseous. Um, so I'll just make it like a super rich, like just like bitter drink. Wow, you weirdo. I know I'm weird. Well, good for you. It brings me some amount of Christmas joy. Okay, well, I don't know about you, but that's all I've got to say for today. So to recap, to get rid of some holiday stress, plan drink ahead of time. Tea. Maybe, <laughs> drink tea. Plan ahead of time for your gifts if you can. Find a way to streamline that so you're not just like scrambling last minute like I do every single freaking year. Mm-hmm. That might be a, a way to, to mitigate that. Um, and uh, overall, just uh, I hope I hope you find the joyous times. I hope it's beautiful. I'm looking yeah. for Christmas joy. Maybe it'll just be as simple as that hot hotchko. I can't say it. You're <laughs> how hocho. I always mess it up. Hocho. <laughs> hotchko. You're a nut. Hotchko. I gotta go. See you. Fantastic. Have a namaste, namaste, Have a tranquil night, tranquilites. Bye. Bye.